0: Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast you will hear me talk all about mindset, money and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Guard Tribe podcast. and introduce my guest for today so after suffering with stress related depression she chose to leave her job in the nhs to set up her own business and has never looked back now she's got a background in health visiting and life coaching and she started her arbonne business in 2011 at the age of 61 to fund visits to the us to see her grandson who had just been born at that time Now, I would say her passion is to inspire and encourage women to age well, be healthier and live their best lives. You could say she is creating and leading an age well movement. She's also a published author. She loves to exercise and she's currently en vacances at her second home in France. She's the unlikely guru. It's Anne Gerling. Bienvenue, Anne. Bienvenue. Merci, bien. No, no, I'm done. That's all I've got. Please don't start talking to me. (laughs) Yeah. I have to look that up as well. What is welcome in French? Good old Google. You the see. Avenue. Ah. So and um, my first question to my guests is always how high is your vibe right now on a scale of one to ten?
1: I would say I've had a glass of wine at lunchtime, so let's make it about a nine and a half.
0: Oh, nice. I love that. And why wouldn't it be? It's quite chilly over here at the moment. So we're recording this at the middle of March. So what's it like over there?
1: it's today is sunny and if the sun's out it's lovely but it's also very windy so if the sun goes in then suddenly you're rushing indoors so we're in out in out in out
0: so was your glass of wine outside or inside half half and half 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 and half okay cool so I'd love to share with the listeners to start with a bit about your background and kind of where you got to this point where you are at in your life and business now
1: okay so it's, it's quite a long story So I spent 30 years of my life in the NHS, mostly as a health visitor and left because it was literally doing my head in. I was in a leadership role and a clinical role. And my God, it was it was it was tough. It was tough. I was working in a service that had been disinvested in. We were trying to get money back in. And guess what? We wanted to make a difference. So it 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 was it was tough, so I made this decision to leave ten years before my pension was due, so I you know I lost a bit there, but and I had no clue what I was going to do. I didn't know how to run a business. all I thought was you needed a business card and a, and a website and oh, off yes. I went offering my services to NHS organizations but what I had. And I didn't even know about it, didn't know about these things. I had a network because I'd been in a leadership role, I had a network and and my God, that worked. So I did that. What I was missing most of all was that was as I'd been working with the mums on my caseload and the 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 start of the other health visitors and school nurses, those one-to-one relationships. I was really missing that. And I found this thing called life coaching that someone told me about. I didn't even know it was a thing. And she gave me this book. And I thought, my God, that's what I've been doing for the last (laughs) few years of my life. So off I went and trained and came back and eventually set up a life coaching business to help women move forward in their lives. I also wrote the book at the same time because I wanted to find a way of reaching out to more women to help them just, you know, have I'd been granted this gift of being able to sit up and look at my life and give it another go by being ill, but not everyone gets that, and I feel you're stuck on automatic pilot. So that's why I wrote the book, which was my story, a bit of research into the things that had happened and some coaching exercises, so that was all well and good. And then my grandson Jacob was born in 2011, and as as you've already said, Dawn, that made me – Look for another income because we knew we'd have to be what we wanted to be able to go and see them when they moved to the States. And so I just said to somebody I knew did Armand, Can I come
0: and join you? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody
1: does that. So off I went. (laughs) Off I went, didn't have a clue, not a clue. I didn't know about skincare. I didn't know about this network marketing business model. I certainly didn't think I could sell but I just saw this solution. So yeah, off I went and here I am still building an Arvon business 12 years later. And I absolutely love it. It's just, it's just the best thing I've ever done.
0: Great. I love that. So there's a couple of things there. So you said about life coaching. And I always say oh, I was a coach before it was cool to be a coach. And, you know, so we're talking, what, 2009-ish? That no, right? it was earlier than that. It was, it? It was probably the mid-2000s, noughties or whatever
1: they were called. Okay,
0: it. the noughties, yeah. And, yeah, so life coaching was, well, I suppose we probably looked at it and went, oh, that's what the Americans do, isn't it? Life coaching, you know. So, yeah, I can imagine that must have been quite tough. And then you saying about, you know, you had a network but didn't realise it and – I love this because a lot of people think about networking and they just think about going to networking events, whereas actually all of us have networks around us that that are just untapped. How did you kind of stumble across the back? Oh, I've got this network. This could help.
1: I, well, I didn't really. And yeah. it's only looking back, I realised what, what I had. Yes. And I just thought, thought, well, I'll talk to people I know. Yeah. And what there was one particular lady I knew did similar. She'd done it for a long time, similar sort of work to what I wanted to do. And I had a chat with her, and she was asked to do a piece of work by a primary care trust in London. And it was very boring. It was writing policies. She didn't want to do it, so she passed it on to me. And it was very boring, but I earned ten grand doing it. Wow! So That's and that gate, let alone That'd exactly, and they continued to use me to do that kind of work, but they also. They pass my name on to other people and and, and it wasn't always it wasn't always boring yeah. policies, thank God.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's the thing when you first start, isn't it? It's it is that thing of, you know, I know some gurus would say, don't just take anything, but you know, you've got to pay the bills. And you've I got to think pay the you bills are gonna lead, which I think is what, what you've said there.
1: And actually back there, I mean, as a nurse, ten ten thousand pounds for a piece of work, like no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, i have never heard that kind of money before. So yeah, I was up for it.
0: Fabulous. So you mentioned there that you started your own business and you mentioned the words network marketing. And I'm going to say multi-level marketing. So a couple of things. For anyone who doesn't know what a network marketing business is, can you describe that? And then can you tell us along with that, because I know a lot of people will have heard about it, what do you think the misconceptions are in, in those kinds of businesses?
1: Well, as I see what I do, I, I use a product – I share and recommend it to my through to my network, and and it's as simple as that. I teach other people to do the same so that they can they can build their own businesses. That's it. End of story. That's what I do. In terms of myths, gosh, there are so many. But firstly, one of the biggest ones are it's a pyramid. Yes. <laughs> How many people awesome. say, oh, isn't it a pyramid thing. <laughs> well, no, pyramids yes. are illegal, mm-hmm. and we are. Arbonne is part of the direct sales association which is like a professional body uh-huh. so they're illegal and actually if you look at your typical corporate organization there is one person at the top yeah who gets who earns most money and it's looks like that yeah. oh sorry that's that's uh, a
0: pyramid shape that's a
1: pyramid you shape <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing which is most of you and I think what I love about it going alongside this whole pyramid idea is that anyone, and there will be people joining my business every day who are years younger than me, and they will earn more. If they stick with it, they'll earn more than I ever will, because it's just a simple fact of maths, really. So I love that, that everybody has a chance to whatever they, they want to, really, as long as they put the effort in. What other myths are there that I've talked about money, really? That's the biggest one. But, you know, people say,
0: I'm trying to think of other myths. Can you think of one, Dor, to help? I don't me with? think that is the biggest myth that it is a pyramid and, or a
1: scam or something. Like or a
0: scam it. or or something like that. So we'll just dispel that. It's not. And all it's I would not. say to people is, I could say this because I'm pretty direct. Is it's a very ignorant way of thinking. Go and educate yourself on what these businesses are about. Because you touched on it there, and that you know someone could come into your business who's much younger than you, or not necessarily younger, but they could work it in a different way be you know successful beyond their wildest dreams and earn more than you if they so desire and yeah and what I love about network marketing is that anyone literally anyone can have their own business and for usually a really small startup cost that they can do alongside something else as well until it either takes over or you know whatever they decide to do with it so do, would you agree with that absolutely I
1: mean that's what I was going to say I think that it's wonderful to be able to work it flexibly around your business your family whatever it is you want to do or in my case around being a retired retired person <laughs> fun, you know being in France whatever it is mm-hmm. but I can take it with me wherever I go which is just fabulous
0: Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I've got a question for you. In fact, I've got a couple of questions for you. Have you ever had a moment when you suddenly felt everything shift or everything just became clearer and you knew that everything had just changed for you? Well, I have several times and I love, love, love that feeling. And I've got to thinking, most of those times have happened at live in-person events. There's just something about the power of being with like-minded people who are looking for similar outcomes to you. And I don't know, just the all-round energy created that just leads to epic transformation. And that's what we're creating for you at High Vibe Live on June the 25th at Hogarth Hotel, Sully Hall. It's an event that's filled with expansive and informative content that leaves you feeling braver than ever, ready to stretch your abilities further than ever, and trust in what you are doing more than ever. Are you available for all of that? Does that make you feel fired up? Then you need to join us on June the 25th to experience High Vibe Live for yourself. Tickets are still available. They're under £100 for the day and you can even spread the payment over three months if you're quick. So don't miss this opportunity to experience your own moment. Your transformation starts the moment you say, hell yes, I am in. Drop us an email at team at dawnewing.com and we will get you sorted. Now back to the podcast. So, Arbonne in particular is skincare, well-being products, and makeup. Is that correct? It yeah, was
1: a bit of makeup, not but not, uh, hair, hair care, body care, all of that self-care stuff. Yeah.
0: Lovely. So, yeah. So, you also work with other people, so you can sell the products yourself. And this is in any network multi-business and you can have your own team of people yeah. that you help. And I'm guessing obviously being a coach, that's where your coaching comes in as well.
1: It's really helpful because I was, for example, I was talking to one of my team yesterday, day before Sunday, whenever that was through coaching, you know, people know the answers and it's all inside them. And there she was, I was sitting there like a stuffed dummy actually. And she was coming out with all the answers that she needed. It was fabulous. Just a joy. It was just a joy.
0: Now, Oh, I've thought of another misconception, actually, which brings me on to my next question. So sometimes I think people think they, you know, read the literature and so they get past that. Oh, it's not a pyramid. Oh, my God, I can earn shit tons of money here. And all I've got to do is, you know, work one hour a day and wow, great. Where's my lovely car and all the money and stuff. And obviously that's not true. You've got to work hard like you do with any business. And like with any business, it can have its ups and downs. So, what has that been like for you? Like, when, what was your mindset like when you went into it, and how has it, how has the journey been over the last eleven years?
1: It's been pretty really amazing, actually. I went into it with quite a big ego, as many of us do. I had quite a big ego. I you know, people talk about personal development. but I don't need that. I've done coaching. I've had therapy. I've done all that. No problem. And I, I was slightly. I was slightly thinking I was going to change the world as a coach. So Mm -hmm. this was just going to give us this bit of extra money. So that's how I'm a heck of a lot humble 11 years (laughs) later. But I'm also much more confident in myself. I've, I've got much more belief in myself. My self esteem is way high. I am not that same woman from 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's been a very up and down journey. So I've learned resilience. I've learned how much resilience I want. We've had flipping COVID as well. So yeah, exactly. completely throw everything on its head. And, and I think of what you just said, Dawn, about people thinking they'll come in and they'll in five minutes, they'll be living a beach life and they'll have the car and the yacht and the house and everything else. They'll, they'll have all of that. And no, that is not true. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've had to learn is it is hard work. It's consistent hard work. It's not like you've got to be doing it all the time. Yeah. And that has been a really hard lesson for me because in, in my NHS life, if you didn't have a full diary, you were kind of, you were nobody, you know. had yeah, to have full diary. But I can do this work on an hour and a half a day. Mm-hmm and work, work that around the rest of my life. So so that was something I had to learn, but yes, you have to be focused, you have to be disciplined, you have to be committed, all of those things. And the results can be amazing. Yeah. So I have learned, oh God, I, I wouldn't even start to tell you what I've learned in the last 11 years. It just never, it never ends. Yeah. And I've met the most amazing people. I've, I, I mean, I hadn't even flown to the States when I started. I, I was not somebody who got in a plane. Oh, wow. I did the biggest plane trip I've ever done on my own. Wow. And I felt like I was the bee's knees when I'd done it. I flew <laughs> flew from Liverpool to the Isle of Man. <laughs> oh,
0: God, I thought it was going to, to <laughs> say America.
1: That was it. Anyway, I flew to the States because we have a conference in Las Vegas. So I did start flying to the States and obviously tying that in with visits to my family. So, you know, travelling has become a thing. Yeah. But having this house here, I don't think we, we'd have ever, ever believed that, we could have done this we could have grabbed the opportunity when it came along which was not due to any money from Armon. it was due to the fact that my in-laws died and we had some money that we could invest in a house Mm -hmm. what the business gave us was the flexibility to be out here and and build it when we're here so yeah i mean there's, there's there's just so much that has happened in the last 12 years it's just unbelievable
0: so you said we there because you work with your husband Ian in the business, do you? What's that yeah. like? I work with my husband. He keeps asking if he can come on the podcast, and I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> what's it like working with your husband? Well, that's a really interesting.
1: <laughs> question. And we've been married for this year. I think it's yeah. We'll have been married in July, forty-five years. So you wow. think right, you've got your relationship? sussed Well, if anybody ever thinks that they've got yeah. to be focused, <laughs> but no, he. It was suggested I started the business first, and he kind of followed on behind me, as it were. Uh-huh. And then it was suggested we became a partnership. And I'm thinking that's a great idea. Yeah. And then, oh my God, I had to start sharing my baby with yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. And it's taken uh, for me a long time, and I've had to learn to accept that he he does this in his own way. The, that we do it very differently and we both have our skills and talents that we bring and, and now it's fine but honestly I would say it's only about the last year or so that I've kind of said yep that's okay we can do this <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah because it's like you say you know it's your baby and so you know, obviously no one can do it as well as you can. No, yeah, of course they can't. Know that. I love that me. I don't I never know if it's me or me, but that me where it's like, wife, why do you never do anything? Oh, don't do it like that. And I'm like, oh God, that is me. Why don't you enter them? why don't you load the dishwasher? Oh god, not like that. Get out of the way, I'll do it. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, it's a bit like the dishwasher, I suppose, because we all do it, we've got our own ways of doing exactly. it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's my way so is obviously. <laughs>
1: So, I mean, I'm very grateful when he empties it, but as for filling it out, no, that's my um, job.
0: Yeah, that's it. No one does it now. They just leave it on top and I'm like, I go mad. And I'm like, well, I, I know why you leave it because I just moan and move it all around. So I know you had quite a challenging time in your business around 2016. And I, I, I want to speak about this because, again, in any business, whether it's network marketing or any other kind of business, it isn't all you know rainbows and butterflies mm. and and neither is yeah, FYI listeners, neither is life, you know, it's it's ups and downs, that's how things go and I'm interested for you to share with the listeners, you know, what, what that big challenge was but then also, you know, what was your mindset like after that and how did you carry on going?
1: It's a really, really good question and I look back because in We have this level, and if anybody knows Arbon, that you get to a level and you get the white Mercedes, or what have you earn Arbon pay you an an amount towards your white Mercedes? So when you think there, you you've done it, you've arrived. That's it. Honestly, I got there after being in the business for four years, felt like ages, but it was four years. I've made it. Yes. Got the car Uh with its It was fine while Arbonne were paying for it. But as things went a bit wrong, I had to start finding 400 quid a month to pay for this beautiful white Mercedes. It wasn't so beautiful by then. And I felt lost when I got to there. I felt lost as though I'd been working towards something, working towards something. I'd been well supported by my upline. And suddenly I was there and I didn't know what to do. And they'd never promoted anyone to that level at that point. So I don't think they knew what to do either. And I, I look back now and I think of what how far I've come in in the six, however many years mm-hmm. since then. And I think, gosh, you weren't, you just weren't ready for it. Doing a network marketing business is so much more than selling products. It's it's about the person you become in that journey because we all talk, certainly in upon I can't speak for any other company. We talk about becoming the best version of ourselves because we really think of ourselves as people who are leaders who are out there serving, helping people, making a difference, not selling, selling, selling and making money, making money, making money. So you have to get to that place. And I don't think I was in it back then. It was an awful lot about me. And the team fell apart as well. And 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 we also had this group, part of a third of the business collapsed because I did they were an American team. I didn't know they didn't engage with me. And I found out they were selling products on Amazon. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: for that they lost their ID. And when I heard that, I, yeah, I could have just said, oh, I'm just don't think I've got the strength to yeah. build it up again. I was 65 by then or 66. or whatever. I can't do this again. And I sort of had a pity party for about 24 hours. And I thought, well, of course I can. I've done yeah. it once. I can do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm not giving up. Yeah. Because too many people give up on this business. And actually the rewards are amazing. Oh. It's such a shame. And that's not yeah. that think- a bad name because people give up.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's in, in any business. And you, you've given me an open there to talk about one of my favourite subjects. So you said you don't think you were ready to be at that level. And interesting that you say that your applying, which is like the support team, I suppose, the ones that are you know encouraging you. We've never promoted anyone either, so no one kind of knew what to do. So I would take that and say you weren't an energetic match for that role mm. at that time. And so, you know, I I often talk about this with my clients and anyone who will listen, obviously, about, you know, being an energetic match. And people talk about being in alignment. And that's what I say. You know, if you are in alignment, you know, because you just look around you and you'll see what you're in alignment for, what you're an energetic match for. And so sometimes, you know, we'll find ourselves in positions and maybe we're just not an energetic match at that time. However, you then went well, yeah, because I can do it again, and it was lovely. So pity party for twenty four hours. What are you going to say three months or something? You know, it's quite a big thing. And then got straight back at it. And of course, in the meantime, we've had COVID as well. Do you think without COVID, you'd have been back there? Do you want to get back there? Is that where you're heading? Yeah, I want to because uh, I think I
1: think my uh, people come into network marketing for a reason, and my why was to be able to fly out and see my family. Well, I've done that. Yeah, and I was still. Really, what is my why am I doing it now? Yes, there was the determination in me that mm-hmm. I wanted to do it, but it was only a year ago when my daughter and grandson went through a really tricky time. And and I just thought, God, I can create a legacy for them yeah. because we can will our businesses at the level I'm at, we can will our businesses to our family. So the bigger I build the business, the bigger the legacy will be. So why would I why would I accept? getting so far why would I accept putting a lid on something I can do for my for my family and so what it was yeah it was about a year ago just under a year ago I kind of made that decision that you know I I'm just keeping going until because I was I was putting an age lid on it yes like I'm you know when am I going to be too old <laughs> this kind of thing and then I look at well, I look at people like David Attenborough and oh. Judy Dench and Helen Mirren, and, and and you know the late Queen. For goodness sake, she kept yeah. on going till she couldn't.
0: And yeah, I, I that's just, super Why inspiring. That's super inspiring for people around you. And I think um, in any business, but particularly in your kinds of business, people are always looking ahead. They're looking to the people around them to be inspired to see what is possible. And so you're absolutely right. Why do you have to kind of call it a day at six to six, six to seven, 70, you know, whatever. I want to pick up on something you said there. So you said earlier about you you had a big ego when you first came into Arbonne, you know, and this, that, and the other. Do you think that was part of the thing when you got to the Mercedes thing? Because, you know, a white Mercedes, it is the the status symbol, And I guess a lot of people come in and they're like, I want to get to that level. Mm. Whereas now, for me, it's hearing what you said there, you know, it's totally, it's not about you. It's outside of you now. It's about someone else. It's about building the legacy for your family.
1: Absolutely. And I think I think it I-, I think COVID was a really obviously a difficult time for all of us, but in some ways it's done our industry a lot of good because you're not hearing that that rhetoric anymore about get the Mercedes, you can do this. Come on, just keep going and do that bit more. Throw an all-nighter and just get those sales out okay. there. You know that it, it, the, the, it's changed, and I think that's for the better. But yeah, it was like I get my Mercedes and I'm <laughs> driving around and look at me, what I've done. Yeah, and yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't serve anyone, but it certainly doesn't serve the people that will help get you there, your team or anyone else. So,
0: okay. So I was going to say, what's a typical day look like for you? And I'm, do you know what? I'm finding more and more, actually, that most people don't have a typical day. And you'll have two different typicals anyway. You'll have your UK based and your French based, uh, France, French, France based. So let's talk France and let's say, you know, a week. What's a typical week look like when you're in your French home?
1: OK, so well, let's get rid of Wednesday morning is market day. So that takes a okay. <laughs> right. to get to the market. <laughs> Other days, usually I will when we get when we get up. We don't have the alarm when we're out here. That's a treat. Right. I'll do my morning routine, which is some gratitudes, affirmations, a bit okay. of journaling. I'm now throwing in a bit of exercise as well.
0: Okay. That kind
1: of thing. That's my mo- and then I get on with what you have termed my ninja ninety. <laughs> ninja oh, ninety well. rocks. What
0: is the ninja ninety?
1: The ninja ninety sometimes might be a ninja three ninja half hours actually, but it, it's 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 making sure I carry on with the conversations I'm already having uh, it's via my inbox and all the different myriad of ways you can talk to people, starting new conversations, reaching out to people, doing follow-ups, that kind of thing, and posting on my social media. That's my Ninja 90. Yeah. That's the kind of consistent work that I must do, no yeah. matter what. Sometimes it's a bit curtailed, but uh-huh. you know, that's okay. And so we do that almost a bit. And then we'll often go out somewhere whether it's just for a walk or today we went into a a nearby town had a coffee had a little wander around did a bit of shopping came back had some lunch and one of my big treats when I'm up here is I get a a book and I don't mean a personal development book I mean a fiction book sit on a sunbed either indoors or outdoors and read for Mm -hmm. half an hour maybe even an hour and then maybe do some some more work do some one to ones, this kind of thing that we're doing now. So that's how it looks, and oh. then the evening is wine and food.
0: Oh gosh, it all sounds amazing. Just...
1: Especially in the summer, I have to say, when we're just outside, it's a, it, but it's still better than what you've been having here.
0: Absolutely. How often do you go over to France, or what's the what's the plan for that?
1: The plan is because of the Brexit rules, okay. we're, we are limited. So we usually do three separate months of the year. Okay. and we do let it out as well so we can well, we've just got this enormous bill for our swimming pool you know the things <laughs> that you never think about yes please we need to let it out
0: <laughs> well we'll be, I mean I'm sure everyone's like oh my god that sounds like bliss so we'll we can put the link in the show notes actually so we'll 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 get that done so what's coming up for you what are you excited about this year what's next
1: Oh, I think I'm excited about, you know, as well as I do, because we talk quite often that I've, I've had this, because I'm older, and I think there's a reason I'm here working at my age, and that, and that it kind of comes to me in, in sort of fits and starts. Last year, I invented The Unlikely Guru, which was kind of personal brand, because I couldn't say, well, I'm a coach and a, yes. a network marketer, or I'm, I'm a solicitor and a network marketer. I couldn't say any of that. It was just like, well, there is more to me than a network marketer. So I created the unlikely guru. And then I thought, oh, what does that mean? I've been thinking about what does that mean? And I started a Facebook group and and then doing the 21 days to abundance and nice. it was coming out of a meditation. I thought I'm leading an age world movement. And it was yeah. like, "Weather?" <laughs> <laughs> so, but it felt totally right. And I've since come across, I was listening to a podcast by Rangan Chatterjee and a Dr. Mark Mark Hyman. He's written a book called Forever Young. And it's all about turning, you, I mean, you can't change your chronological age, but you can turn back your biological age. Yes. It's That's where I think I can make a difference and add value to people's lives. Obviously, the products that I use are part of it, yes. because what we put on our skin and in our bodies matters. But, but, yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. i've written I've sort of got it all written down on a piece of not a piece of paper because it's in my yeah. mouth, but you yeah. know the equivalent of a piece of paper. So I'm quite excited well I'm very excited about what is going to happen. It's just I'm not quite sure what yet.
0: Wow, I love
1: that excellent so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be definitely around aging and turning back biological clocks,
0: but there's no there's certainly no plan to stop. Oh, no. Do you think you'd be going just, you know, for as long as you go, 81, 87, 90.
1: I, I do, because every time I was, I mean, I, I would lie if I didn't say over the past 12, how many years it is I've been in this business that I haven't said, oh God, I don't know why I'm doing it. Yeah. And then I say, well, what would you do if if you didn't do it? And I just get pure joy out of having these kind of conversations, out of meeting people and building relationships and so. I wouldn't do anything different and I've got some, a really great product to offer people as well to help them look and feel good so
0: I, I don't see any point in stopping. Fantastic oh, uh, I, any I, point I, either. Sorry? I don't see any point in you stopping either just go on. No, I'd be, I, I'd get, I think I'd get awfully bored. Yeah I always think that when people say to me you know when do you think you'll retire I'm like I don't really I don't think I plan to go I'm retired. I don't I don't think that's the kind of world that we live in either these days. It's actually
1: it's actually bad for your health. Oh
0: well there you go. I read
1: it in, there's a, another book I'm reading, it's quite a long bit, so I need to get through fits and bits and pieces, but it's it's at the end of it, which I skipped to. He's got an appendix, and the first thing he says is, um, never retire. Oh,
0: oh god, Anne, you just made my niece wait. You skip to the end of a book before you. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: I know, I know. I think I was seeing how many pages it was because it was
0: so <laughs> <much>. <laughs> So I always wrap up with my little feature called The Last Word. So this is where I ask my guests their last, could be anything from meals to books they read or whatever. So for you, I want to know, what was the last fabulous French meal that you had?
1: Oh my God, we went, there's um, a meal, a meal, a restaurant in the village over there. It's, yeah. we walked walk through the vines to get there. It's about 45 minutes walk and I they excelled themselves. Oh my God, I had this beautiful fish starter um, with razor clams and scallops and a prawn. It was just gorgeous, followed by, and I know a lot of people don't like this, but tough, I'm going to, ha- I, I, I ate anyway, veal. And beautiful vegetables followed yeah. by something they always do, which is the tiramisu of the moment, which happened to be banana and Nutella. It was gorgeous. Oh, and of course, wine Oh yeah. and an aperitif of a local, a local spirit called Cartagena. It was, it was wonderful. And then we walked back and collapsed in a heap
0: lovely oh god that
1: sounds amazing it was a beautiful day i even got, in my, got my shorts out when i got home it was beautiful on
0: sunday especially the banana and nutella i was <laughs> all over that for sure so then my other one i've got for you what was the last Arbon item that you personally bought and that you absolutely love
1: oh what well, i'm drinking now my fist sticks never been oh, without.
0: and what do these sticks do
1: they are a healthy energy drink, but they taste gorgeous as well. So my favorite drink after wine, I have one and sometimes more every day. And they give me that after dinner, after lunch lift or whenever oh, you right. have to feel that dip. Yeah. They, that's okay. what they give me. And I love
0: them. Brilliant.
1: OK, so
0: thanks for joining us today on the High Vibe Tribe podcast. Where can our listeners connect further with you? And we'll pop all this in the show notes as well. Well, I'm on Facebook, for the Facebook group, Instagram, LinkedIn. Okay. Well, we'll put all those together and pop them in the show notes for you. And I Thank do probably you, you to, uh, to connect with Anne and follow all that she's up to on this journey. So that's it from us today. I'll be back with you next week with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, remember to keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vild Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, Keep those vibes high.